What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. Oh, dear. My name is Nick Whitmer. I am your host. I would say the protagonist of this podcast, but that's just my uh, biased opinion. How are you guys doing? Huh? Yeah. Great, huh? Yeah, that's not who I am. Uh, I try sometimes, you know. Is that, try, what is, is that what that was? Sometimes. You know, I, I host this cooking show that I'm trying to get out, and sometimes I catch myself like, I'm like, who am I right now? <laughs> I'm literally like, and then you take the, the, and then I'm like, why don't, I don't teach people how to cook. That's not what I do. Why am I doing that right now? I don't know. How you doing? Good? <laughs> I'm doing great. Yeah. I mean, I believe in you as a master chef. Thank you. I, I think I'm a really good cook, but I also don't like acting as if I'm an expert because like That's all right. Gordon Ramsay also has a YouTube channel. <laughs> so like just thomas keller just go watch them if you yeah. really want to learn something i just want to like but also you have a channel yeah <laughs> so who cares yeah. so follow yeah. me guys on uh on on uh on the the youtubes uh that's what i'll plug today i'll plug youtube follow subscribe to my youtube channel i have cooking videos coming out very very soon i thought you were just plugging youtube no <laughs> <laughs> yeah check it out youtube.com not a sponsor but if you ever heard of it it's a real cool site you can uh, watch videos yeah you can watch david bowie videos you know what i hate Maybe. about youtube is like when some a major thing happens like uh the most recent example is uh andrew luck is this football player and he just out of nowhere retired yeah. like before his prime it's like an insane story so like he has a press conference where he's announcing it. i'm like i have to see this press conference so i'm going on youtube and there's already like you see the picture and the picture is of the press conference and you click on it and then it's some it's a, asshole a guy, going yeah. like here's what i think i'm like no one cares what you think stop doing this you're just using this guy's retirement to for you to get famous yeah it's a dude in a tank top yeah. with a backwards like new york yankees hat yeah uh, you know what i think anyway um so this is supposed to be the intro but brett's not here yet because he sucks but um that's true i think he's calling me yeah, i think he he's is. calling you he's yeah, probably calling me to open that door oh yeah or you could just go around Yeah, you can go around i think you should go around <laughs> just tell him to go around to answer the phone hey brett uh just go around we're literally on the air right now yeah we're buddy. recording oh my Both god doors are closed All right, hold on. <laughs> let me go get you. <laughs> oh boy, I'm just gonna stay on. I'm. I don't even care. All right, guys. So, yeah, YouTube sucks. You know why YouTube sucks? It doesn't suck. It's actually really great. But people on YouTube suck, and the reason why they suck is because they they try to um, insert their personalities into things. Uh, so they have like a little piece of information that you need. For instance, like just a, a bare bones example. Let's just say you don't know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you go to YouTube. You're like, okay, I need to watch a how to video. So you just go to like you'll go, you'll YouTube search how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh, and then it'll be this fucking too charismatic lame asshole who the only purpose of him making this video is for him to become famous because the the bar of being famous has been lowered so much that, that that's all anybody cares about because it's you can either work at geico or be famous and that's literally people they're literally working at geico until they get famous and that's their plan no one's saving for retirement no one's being responsible they're just a bunch of shitheads 
Um, anyway, I'm still on. What's up, guys? Oh, I'm no. ranting right now. My worst nightmare is coming true. <laughs> Whitmer is on air. Whitmer is on air alone. My worst nightmare. No. <laughs> the, the studio's on fire. Oh, no. I'm just doing the intro. I'm talking about YouTube videos. Dude, I yeah. sprinted um, here because I was like, my. it's like, there's nothing that makes me nervous than <laughs> the idea of you having full creative control. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going off on a wit rant, so. Fucking <laughs> yeah. so, my iPhone today. It took yeah. a little bit to rant. So I'm going to I'm gonna finish. I'm going to finish. So I'm Real ranting quick, about YouTube. Mic one? Is my yeah, volume good? Yeah. All right, cool. Now finish your rant. Sorry. Okay, so I was talking about YouTube videos and how they're ruined. Most of them are like, in terms of if you're trying to learn anything or get anything. So my, my example, I was talking to Christian about Andrew Luck retired and like you're trying to just watch the press conference, but every video is a reaction to the press conference. So you can't actually find the actual thing you want to see. <laughs> and the other other thing is when I like, I cook a lot, so I always try to find recipes and yeah. people always ruin them by inserting their personality into it. Yeah. So like you're just like, I was just saying like the most bare bones example let's say you didn't know how to make a PB&J so you literally go on YouTube search peanut butter and jelly how to make it and it's really a guy he's like hey there how's it going guys yeah I'm going to teach you how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich but first uh, I want to introduce you to all of my cats and you're like dude just no one <laughs> likes you no one we're, we're here for peanut butter and jelly not your personality shut the fuck up dude it's all it's like a weird form of clickbait you know what I mean yeah. well it's well they'll also have like those tutorial videos they'll be like why are you talking for three and a half minutes yeah. to intro the video? Yeah. yeah, I know. Just it should start one bread, <laughs> grab peanut butter, knife into peanut butter, yeah. spread. Like it you should know, just get yeah. into the it. The worst they, one is I, I I edit sometimes, and I was trying to find a way how to edit. So I was I was specifically looking to do this one edit on a premiere or something, and this guy has to have a fucking backstory for every little thing. He's yeah. like, oh, I I wish I shot a video in yeah. Ireland and I had to use this tactic. It was such a pretty country. I'm I like, know. dude, this video could be 22 seconds, but it's four minutes because of you. You're dude, an asshole, dude. You know what also bothers me? This is another like YouTube video critique. I hate, sometimes I'll watch sports highlight videos or even wrestler highlight videos, and I did today. I'll tell you in a sec. I like but, how you separated sports from wrestling. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll watch good things and then wrestling. <laughs> no, no, no. But they'll have compilations of highlights, and then it'll be a song with the highlights and I'm like just have the commentary <laughs> it's so much more enjoyable I know you had the edit of the audio of the commentary why do I have to listen to Cameron or Hoobastank I just want to watch uh, it's always Hoobastank by the way <laughs> I just want to watch Leo Messi yeah, yeah just <laughs> it's not even like the most famous song <laughs> no, no. or it's Evanescence yeah. like, oh, this is Cristiano man. Ronaldo highlights yeah it's deep cuts <laughs> I'm going to watch Alan Iverson not fucking listen to that's the only time I really love when a uh, YouTube pulls shit for copyright it's like yeah you don't have the right to that Evanescence song <laughs> or, or you know the song that I go with a lot 20% luck, 10% oh, yeah, skill, dude, oh my 30% God. That's a perfect hybrid. fire and will. Anytime I hear that song, you know where I'm transported back to? I'm transported back to Rockhurst High School, the stadium, you know, pre-show. I'm sitting on the bench, varsity, sitting on the bench, though, and I just, <laughs> I'm just shanking balls in, uh, in before the game. Just shanking balls as we warm up. But God, I'm taking back. Um that would be great. Sorry, just no, to get on a little tangent. That would be great if we came back in here. He's like, all right, what's well, like, uh, sorry, let me just finish up this rant. So if you don't want to get that done to you, don't dress so provocatively. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> Man, I'm almost certain that's an idea. <laughs> that's an idea. <laughs> anyway, this is supposed to be the intro. We're just telling Does anybody have anything to plug? Just I already plugged my man, YouTube channel. Man, we're having fun. Do we need a plug? ChristianDuranComedy.com. I just want to hear the music. Yeah, that's what I mean. I oh, want to start the music. Yeah. music. coming guys the best part of the song wait for it oh <laughs> love it god that clap damn. is so good this song still good man after all these episodes i wonder if our listeners like it they should this is fucking if, good okay how about this if tomorrow uh andre 3000 and big boy go yo we actually love your podcast <laughs> and we want to record a custom track for it i go Nah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, like, but have you, if you're a fan of the show, you know that we have the dopest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm insulted, actually. They're like, Outcast will return for your podcast. We're like, we don't need you anymore. You're like, if you were actually a fan of the show, you would want us to keep the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you fake fan. And they're like, well, can we just be guests then? We, no, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Beat it, so, Outcast. You don't, you don't have a high enough of a caliber to be on this podcast <laughs> as we've had. Oh man. I'm cheered up. I was really miserable, and I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What is making you get? What's what's making you down? I don't know. It's just it's just a fleeting moment where sometimes you're just really like fucking life sucks. I think it was a moment where you had your friends weren't here, and there was it was the moment Christian was here. It was good, and then he left. You're like a baby without his mom. So you thought you think that's the? I was then, like, oh my god. And then we walked in. You're like, man, I got good friends, <laughs> buddies. <laughs> Yeah. I've been tired. I yeah. feel like I've been just fucking exhausted nonstop. Yeah, I, I've been like, I've been meal prepping like crazy. Oh, yeah? And it's literally my de- my day sometimes is I wake up in the morning and I make breakfast. I saw the look, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the look. What? Um, I was gonna... I just like, I saw the look of like, Brett with his eyes said, I texted you earlier about this. <laughs> and now I'm gonna, I tell, I'm gonna bring it up. And like, Christian's laugh reveals everything. <laughs> But <laughs> like I already know, I already know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I wanted to congratulate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The look on Brett's face was oh my god. For people, I could. It, it was like well, it was like a home, like it was like a pitch that no. was like just juicy. You knew you're gonna hit a home run, so no. you just like you just grin at it. You're like, yep, no, no, no. this one's going out of the park. Oh. Oh. Everything would have been fine if I didn't look at Christian and then Christian go like with the shittiest smirk. And then he <laughs> no, it was your so face. No. I looked at your face as you looked over and you gave him this shitting grin, like yep, <laughs> as if. Well, do we need to explain? It's like I fell into your trap. I am there. <laughs> no trap and it's tough because i'm whitmer so people don't know here's the background in life background whitmer <laughs> has gone over 50 days you have this app that tracks you help track you track your eating mm-hmm. and you've gone over 50 days doing uh exclusively healthy eating 50 healthy need plus healthy eating days in a row for the most part yeah which is incredibly commendable and is a hard thing to do yeah but i basically just decided to log my food and i've lost 
like 20 pounds doing this just logging food and just trying to be careful of what you i lost eat. 20 pounds yeah in uh, as 50 in f- days in 50 days yeah holy shit wow. man can you do look better thanks Good yeah for you. i don't even notice when i look in the mirror i'm like i still look you fat. really don't <laughs> no I, I don't see it at all i, don't know. I guess my face looks a little thinner to me but your face that, does look thinner um i put on a jacket that i'm supposed to wear for my wedding and it was got a little loose so i'm gonna have to get it like taken oh, really? in oh, well wow. that's a good problem yeah yeah, yeah it's fine I but, get, um, or, or are you gonna use that as i guess i just get fat yeah i've just been log- logging everything and i knew that like the positive reinforcement of like whenever you go on a diet you're, you anytime you fuck up you feel like you blew it so then you just go with, to another cycle and it's like the dumbest cliche i hate people when people say it they go oh it's a lifestyle change it's not mm-hmm. a diet uh and I, I just despise when people say easy things like that as if yeah. like oh thanks i didn't have that information before now everything's better <laughs> fuck you you know right it's like telling someone who like smokes cigarettes like you know you shouldn't smoke right? yeah it's or they you. give you some random fact like oh you know you're cardiovascular shut up like yeah. yeah so uh i just decided to log everything and just try to be mindful of what i eat but then every now and then i'll have like fucking pizza or i'll have a couple beers and i'll i might even go over calories but it's it's like it's all it's a net gain for me yeah but so that- if i if in the past if let's just take it as a 10 meal sample in the past out of 10 meals i'm pretty sure eight or nine of them would be unhealthy now seven or probably seven or eight of them are healthy so i'll still have two you know but that's also i think important because you can't i mean i'm not a diet dieting expert i've always had a great body but um, (laughs) no but no more seriously though is like you can't i think when you like almost not taboo but when you make it so sacred like i can only eat healthy is what causes probably like like fuck ups that lead to like just a pattern of like oh i already fucked up so what does it matter exactly that's what it feels like as soon as you fuck up you're like well i might as well just torture myself now you're like no it's okay to eat unhealthy like within reason like that's part of living in life yeah like like, having pizza or exactly so it's like what i look at it as like i i i don't know if it's warren buff somebody said if you You, want to be rich just mimic the behavior of rich people um and uh i was thinking about that with healthy people is like if you want to be healthy just mimic the, the health like it's jordan rabel your if you brother want to be rich mimic the behavior of rich people <laughs> it's true i've uh started uh sex trafficking 14 <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> oh dear hey, there's a big opening for it right now <laughs> <laughs> there's a market gap yeah, i mean you know when blockbuster closed there was a gap for there are some well, secret pedophiles who are in need <laughs> of yeah. some young never mind um <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to fill. Is there a job opening with Adam Wexler or whatever? Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's. It'd be really funny to call like his wife or something and just be like, "Oh no, I'm here to uh, pick up where he left off." <laughs> just oh. his number. Um, I forget what we were talking about now. Oh, so um, mimicking the one. Oh yeah. So basically, like whenever like Jordan Rabel, your brother, our friend. Um, he is a person who eats very 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 healthy works out a lot but even he will eventually like he'll sometimes have like a really bad meal and i know that in his mind he's like okay well if i know i'm gonna have a burger tonight i'll make sure that my lunch is lighter because that's what healthy people do they 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 basically adult themselves in a way (laughs) yeah so they that's kind of what i've been trying to do where i go like okay friday night i don't have anything and i worked all week and you know i was good so friday night i'm gonna have a couple beers and eat pizza but if i'm gonna do that i have to have a healthy breakfast and lunch that day and the next day too like that's all respect it is. yeah so so the reason we were laughing yeah to get into that is <laughs> i texted whitmer today yeah 
and uh, I texted <laughs> you. I think it might have been an accident. Um, I texted Whitmer. I texted, uh, should we bring up Whitmer's weight loss slash awesome dieting streak on the podcast? On the one <laughs> hand, it's awesome and incredibly impressive. On the other, I'd hate to publicly praise him in any form or setting. <laughs> and then I texted Whitmer, ship, shit, crap. Sorry, I meant that for Christian. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Sometimes me and Christian, we have like, we're kind of the internucleus. Of the <laughs> and we well, just go over stuff. You're such a uh, prankster that like yeah. anything you do, right. I just assume it's a prank against me. So when I get a text like that, even when you text me you're running late, I'm like, he's probably already there. Like anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's that is so not remotely funny to be like, hey, I'm five minutes early. I, I got you. I was five minutes early. I know. Brett's going to be like, oh, man, my parents passed away. <laughs> They're like, oh, where's this going? <laughs> oh, man. Not until the coffin is in the ground. <laughs> I'm like, I know they're going to wake up. <laughs> oh, You're slapping my dad's corpse in the hypocrisy. Yeah, it's bullshit. Bullshit. Not funny, Brett. Here's the thing, though, and you do know this about me from doing this podcast with me, is I probably say the most jokes, and I only say am saying I say that because I say the most bad ones, <laughs> is I have the, I think, like, I, I do say the most bad jokes on this podcast, and yeah. I, I own that, and I'm okay with that, and that means I'm comfortable with you. Do, would, like, fair? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the our listeners who have to hear you bomb <laughs> they're the ones who are judging you we're all friends so. yeah no, i know but there'll be times where i say something and i can just hear it vacuumize the room and christian just like i'm not even gonna give you like that, that, that fake conversational we got momentum chuckle you know what i mean yeah it's a good balance only because i feel like sometimes i'm too serious where like when we start talking about something like an epstein type thing i'm like these fucking liberals yeah. are not and I mean, i'm just like am i even a comedian sometimes i'm like, it's like fucking dennis miller yeah yeah what you think <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I feel like like a christian has been so quiet this episode i well i don't I what don't, you think dog i don't have any thoughts on uh on epstein <laughs> yeah on epstein. i know you have That's a lot a of weird. thoughts on how many fucking awful jokes they say oh no no not at all i'm fucking happy to hear them all <laughs> <laughs> no you, you throw a lot out i i always feel bad because i'm like yeah i'll sit and listen for a while and then at some point i have to i feel like oh shit you gotta say something yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you even have that anxiety with like two of your really good I know. <laughs> like if you can't be comfortable around us how the fuck is there hope for you elsewhere i don't know well also like sometimes i'm just like sitting around and going like all right that's enough christian yeah. you talk too much <laughs> Anyway, we gotta have a deep thought segment with Christian Duran. I am gonna cut the music. Yeah. I don't care about a lot. That's the thing. Can we do the bit? I don't have strong it's deep thoughts with Christian Duran. Sorry to cut you off. But also the idea is deep thoughts with Christian Duran, and every time after thirteen seconds we cut them off. So you're saying. No, I just like a lot of times I feel like I don't have the strongest opinions about stuff. I kind of like go, yeah, I don't really care that much about that. I know, not not like, and not in a way of like, like Jeffrey Epstein. I'm like, I, I, I go like, yeah, he, uh, he was definitely a pedophile and they definitely whacked him. <laughs> that's all that needs to be said about that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you a joke I tried at a show uh, a couple of days ago? Yeah. And uh, it, well, I was just talking about like kind of the Me Too movement and like changing, I think, sexual kind of norms 
and I was just mentioning how in the last like five years, like we've actually lost a lot of beloved artists. You know, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt really good watching Chappelle's special last night because mm. I had the exact same, not not to say anything, but I had a very very similar Jesse Smollett rant that he had. I was like almost the exact same thoughts. I think I said it on like a future Hall of Famers podcast, and I was like, you know what? I feel pretty good that I shared like <laughs> not to clickbait, but you're saying Chappelle stole your act. <laughs> <laughs> like we need anything we can. Well, well now I know what I'm naming sl- the title of the episode. Chappelle <laughs> stole yeah. Christian's act. I saw somebody go like Chappelle stole Gerard Carmichael's joke, and I'm like. Yeah, I mean, right. The, you think he like, what do you, what do you, what is this post trying to do? Yeah. Also, yeah, I mean, did he have jokes? Oh, <laughs> oh sick burn. Thanks, man. I'm gonna get a call later. <laughs> no, you. I mean, you are right. Like, if there's anyone who has, I don't know, like no point in stealing a joke. Yeah. I, I guess maybe there's the pressure of retaining myth status. Yeah. Chappelle's the only comedian and Eddie Murphy who have mythical status yeah i don't even think jerry jerry seinfeld has it because jerry seinfeld no. is out there so much yeah there's He's an always, accessibility yeah whereas like Chappelle leaving the Chappelle show made him an enigma like, made him a yeah. folk hero yeah it yeah, absolutely did and yeah. eddie murphy being you know away from stand-up comedy even Sin- though he had like the highest high of it yeah. ever it's just weird with him because he left stand-up comedy <laughs> to be a mega movie star which is a pretty like i mean steve martin did that but no one thinks that steve martin is you know what I mean? Like no one's like, oh my you god, know what it is? Steve Martin is he ever gonna do stand up again? Like no one cares. Well, he hosts the Oscars and he does like a form of it in some ways. Like yeah. if you wanted to see it, you could see him perform. But in yeah, know. but that was up until very recently where he had that Netflix special. Yeah, uh, with um, he's playing banjo could, and yeah. shit. May I say, I think part of the reason is Steve Martin's stand up is really absurdist and it's kind of not really. It's anti-comedy. It's anti-comedy. And anti-comedy relies on context of the it's time. It's the best version of that of all time. It's the best version of that in the and 1970s. Like, I don't think, like, if you erased everybody's mind of Steve Martin and then someone tried those jokes today, even if people understood he was doing anti-comedy, the context isn't there the same, like, literal no, that's way. True. That's true. But that's part and parcel of being a comedian of an era. It's yeah. inevitable that, like, yeah. nothing is probably as, and yeah, some shit does hold up, but nothing's probably yeah. as vibrant. Yeah, of course. But like, I whereas mean, Eddie Murphy is just like better at just talking about shit. Like yeah. he would just—he's Eddie's just really funny at talking about shit. Whereas yeah. Steve Martin, it's like that's true. It's really absurdist gags, and it's like that's bizarre. true. You you never like when something happens in the news, like no one's ever like, I wonder what Steve Martin thinks about this. Like they're probably <laughs> yeah. like, I wonder what Eddie Murphy would have to say about right. this. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. it's like it's a voice that uh, is respected, I guess, and. Yeah, so he's gonna—he's hosting SNL, and uh, by all accounts, he's probably gonna do stand-up again. So wow, at least um, the monologue, sure. Uh, no, but I mean, he he better not oh, oh yeah, yeah. He talked about it on the comedians and cars, and also there's a story going out that him and Netflix were negotiating. So, I mean, I don't know if he's using Saturday Night Live to see if he can still do it, and then decide if he's gonna do comedy anymore. But at this point, like, he's never gonna make another movie that's worth a shit. Like, he hasn't made one in a long time. Yeah, um, maybe. He, he like, has this Dolomite movie coming out, which might be something. What is uh, it? Dolomite. It's like a biopic about the guy who made the movie Dolomite. It's basically like... What's Dolomite? Dolomite is this movie from the 70s. Ah, man, I forgot what the guy's name is. Ricky Ray... uh, Dolomite? No, no. It's like he created a character. He saw like a James Bond movie or or like some other kind of movie. 
and he was like i could fucking do that so uh-huh. he basically produced his own like movie where he just looks badass like shaft or something yeah and it's called dolomite that's all that and is it's basically awesome. like the story about him guy what a bad name to pick yeah <laughs> i kind of like it dolomite that doesn't sound like a fucking it's almost spy. dynamite but yeah <laughs> it sounds weird it sounds like a brand of like fucking soylent or something you know what i mean like <laughs> it's like one of those true, like yeah. liquid it's a meal replacement dolomite. yeah it's dolomite. Dolomite. Yeah. enough probiotics it's like vegemite but in liquid form yeah. um that's but, interesting yeah i didn't even know that but so that's the thing with him though is like he never makes just those choices like like uh the tower heist was supposed to be like oh my god eddie murphy is in a rated r movie with ben stiller comedy. here we go finally he's doing a real comedy again he hasn't done one of these since the nutty professor it wasn't good uh no no, no it no. wasn't very good at all and the expectation was like it's eddie murphy back to form but then yeah, you realize it just wasn't directed by brett ratner and you're like nope it's who, who, that's the thing that sucks about but also what's awesome about being eddie murphy is i don't think he can ever have us not be excited for something he does well he's got coming to america too let down (laughs) or is that that actually happening or he achieves our probably insanely high expectations yeah we just all are like you know giddy and like oh shit yeah Yeah. so coming to america too is happening yeah with everybody james earl jones come back uh arsenio hall wesley snipes all the the girl from the original one wouldn't it be funny if Arsenio refused? He's like, nah, yeah. bro. No, I'm good. <laughs> the original is great. It's like, yeah. dude, come on, you're Arsenio. You got. Who's gonna be the modern? It's like Timothy Chalamet. Like <laughs> just one, like <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? One. Uh, I mean, the cast has been pretty much announced. Billy Eichner. That's really cool. Um, yeah, you know, I, it's so it's really funny. Like Christian made up the made a really great point. I don't know if you're on the podcast because I think you're still missing Brett, but. Um, Christian had a point about what's the, what's our midlife crisis is going to look like mm. because like we're the generation that just refuses to grow up and it's every time like you, you know how I know you know a, a premise is good is when it, you get reinforced that thought five times a day like literally with that every single thing is coming is, is, a, is a remake is this and I'm thinking like our culture is so nostalgic all the time that like when somebody like the 70s and like we just watched once upon a time in hollywood and it was like the whole thing was was a period piece what are the period pieces going to be about our time when everybody who is existing is just nostalgic for shit like that's all it is and nostalgia nostalgia is overrated i've like you ever get nostalgic for something that you realize you're like i didn't even like that why am i nostalgic about yeah. it yeah like impossible i'm like that yeah. wasn't even my show <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was on why am yeah. i acting like, yeah. oh they're remaking it i didn't watch it when i was in fifth grade yeah it, but it's like you have a moment where you remember walking into your childhood living room and it was on and there's a certain mood of yeah. it, the, just an innocence I, that I, you lived in that you get it you get nostalgic for that time but you're actual person in living that moment was like this sucks dude we never do anything well, you know, you we just thought- sit here and watch Kim Possible let's go to the mall like so right well I have two th- responses to that one you know the saying we're the generation that refuses to grow up yeah I don't think that's accurate I think we're the generation that can't grow up because we we can't buy a house we can't afford kids <laughs> like yeah. it's not a matter of we would love the things that are called growing up yeah but we don't have the financial Ability. There's not the secure jobs. There's not, you know, a blue collar job you can have a house and raise a couple kids off of. That just doesn't yeah. exist anymore. The middle class is pretty much completely dead. Like yeah. in the, I was talking to somebody who grew up. She's probably in her 40s now, and she said that when she was a kid, her dad 
was just had just a middle class job like fifty thousand dollars a year you know whatever and he was like not no degree just working you know at some sort of american company you know and with that salary they could still go on vacation twice a year she paid for he paid for her college you know things like that on a on a salary like that back then you could do that you could buy a house you could go on vacations you could send your kids to school because it wasn't now it's you can't it's impossible to do that you're making like at least one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to even think about doing that yeah I know. and in new york yeah. i mean in new york like I, the combined income between me and my uh, fiance would usually be like something you could be like oh you guys could afford a place no we can't we couldn't we can't buy any land unless we're doing it on <laughs> the, staten island or new jersey yeah, yeah. Like, and then even then it's a stretch right. the combined income of me and my girlfriend is very close to the income of my girlfriend. <laughs> Hilarious. I like the way you said it. We can't buy land. Like, like we're we're new, it's impossible, though. What are we going to do? Know, you know how much fun it was? Like, I remember getting in fights with my neighbors. I swear to God. And they're like my like friends or whatever. But you would get in fights with them just because that's what you do. And just, I'm like 11 years old, and I'm like, get off my property. Like, I'm telling another 12-year-old, get off our property. I remember my neighbor, Evan, telling me all the time, get off my property. It's like, first off, you're nine. Second off, like, that's a really fun thing to say. Your name's not on the fucking deed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get off my property is such a funny thing to say. It's like the last thing somebody can say. Get off my property. It's fucking. Yeah, that's the last thing that they're allowed to say. You know (laughs) what thing I also love? that people get to say it's often action star it's often goons in movies who are about to die at the hands of a protagonist which is i think i've said it before but it's that's far enough <laughs> as soon as you say that in a movie like you're about to get fucked <laughs> up by whoever the hero is that's shrouded in and it's usually a click before it <laughs> that's <laughs> far enough yeah 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 100 <laughs> as he says to the fog <laughs> and then he gets his ass kicked by Idris Elba. You ever see that movie Adaptation? Yes. No. Uh, Nick Cage? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, it's written by um, Charles uh, Charles Kaufman. Yes. Who wrote Little uh, Eternal, Eternal Sunshine. Sunshine. Incredible movie. Well done, Brad. Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, Spike Jones directed anything else you want to but no, it's Spike good. Jones also has um, done <coughs> music videos for certain bands. <laughs> Charlie Kaufman wrote yeah. that movie, and it was, uh, it was uh, literally like the craziest movie ever because it was like a movie about trying to write a movie and struggling and there's like a whole backdrop of uh his twin brother who doesn't exist also played by nicholas cage it goes back to that's a brilliant performance by nicholas cage with both of those actors yeah. and then he is also the worst actor in hollywood at the same time it's right. i can't i don't get it but anyway but it's what makes it better because he's unpredictable yeah so uh brilliant performance by him in that movie both roles uh anyway the basically at the end of that movie uh there his twin brother's writing a screenplay. He's criticizing the screenplay for having like Deus Ex Machina's and all these really hacky things that are in screenplays. And at the very end of that movie, he it's breaks all those rules. And it's really interesting and funny. And I was thinking it would always be funny to make a movie where like there's none, there's none of those those things that happen in a movie. Like you said, not another step. Like instead of like the bad guy corners the guy and then makes sure that they tell him all of their motivations before they try to kill him, and then the good guy gets released. Right. But just like I would just like to make a movie where 
where none of that happened and they all just die immediately <laughs> no, like no. The, the protagonist gets locked in the chair and he's like oh, oh he's like all right shoots him in the head he's like all right great <laughs> yeah, i'm now the all, leader this of the movie like, slow death and i'm <laughs> yeah. gonna leave the room yeah. as you yeah. slowly yeah, go to your yeah. Death i'm not even like, gonna make sure that you're dead i'm gonna just leave right now and assume that this dumb we could just shoot you in the head but we're gonna lower you into an alligator and, pit instead like i'm gonna leave you with just one guard i know you're my main enemy you're the person i hate the most one guard and you've done this to me a thousand times you always get away it's the fourth movie yeah. no yeah. you know what one gag i would love to make fun of in a movie is uh it's often in action movies and it's there's a drawbridge like growing up like a yeah. you know, kind of road drawbridge yeah. and it's going up and you know the protagonist is in the oh, car. oh we're gonna, we're not gonna make it and then they're driving really fast. Hopefully they make it. And then just they crash directly <laughs> into a vertical drawbridge that's just 90 degree angle. <laughs> and they just get fucked up. Yeah. I they thought you were going to be like they're driving and all of a sudden he goes, this is too dangerous. <laughs> this is not up. worth it, guys. He can get away. We'll get him another day. <laughs> I don't want to endanger you guys. Oh, uh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's uh, another movie gag I think I always think would be funny is to um, – play a very new yorky song by like sinatra that's like new york new york and then the shots you can kind of slowly tell are not of new york <laughs> <laughs> and they're like eventually the the final shot is of the golden gate bridge <laughs> but it's like this crescendo of like new york and it, you can, it never it never explains it it's just a and small then just text that ohio. comes up that, yeah it's just san francisco or or whatever dayton ohio and then I also think it would be funny later in the movie if the song San Francisco comes on <laughs> as a montage for the characters going to New York. Oh, man. The, uh, the jokes I'll never put in movies. Yeah. Well, you can put them. You can make. I feel like they need to make or somebody needs to make another like uh, scary movie. Something. We need screwball comedy back. Naked, yeah. naked gun. Something I, like, like this. Yeah. Airplane. The like good just book. stupid. Just jokes. Don't try and be so plotty and yeah try. every comedy feels real now also don't make a political statement with it like don't have to have like yeah. a point to it just really funny shit yeah just be funny for yeah, an like hour and a half make yeah. america think again <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my I was, god uh, Wish I had those sound bites I'm, try- right I'm trying to say the thing that would ruin any comedy yeah 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 i, I was uh i was thinking of like really cringy stuff and like so so uh natasha and i were like going through wedding stuff and she's picking a song for her her and her father to dance to and she's like oh you need a song for your and your mom to dance to and i was thinking what if i just tried to do the most cringy Uh song and just was like all right guys uh now's the time for my mom and i to dance and uh Hope you appreciate this. This song means a lot to me. And it's just the song from Titanic. <laughs> and you're like, ah! <laughs> as soon as... You'd be like, ah! But that one's like creepy. Uh, weird, it's, like, it's ultimate like romance love song. That you, I thought you were going to choose a tacky song like, celebrate. But I'm like, it's I just want to no. You guys literally do that. She turns around and acts like she's like looking over the boat and you have yeah. her by her waist. Oh, <laughs> like how... How much cringe could I fit into yeah. this? <laughs> you you could do a lot of damage, my uh, friend. What's uh, Natasha? Actually, don't spoil it. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Uh, I was at a wedding. No, don't tell me. I don't want. It's more fun to just be there and go. Okay. Um, <laughs> no spoilers for your wedding, boys. <laughs> no, wait. You can spoil yours. Mine is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mine's gonna be I'm gonna lick you from behind to your toes. And I'm me and my mom are just gonna be grinding. What about first dances? She fucking ate you. Oh my god! Amazing. I tried so. By the way, in the group chat today, I literally was like, my favorite bands of all time are Puddle of Mud, Creed, Nickelback, The Beatles, and Linkin Park. And I was, and no one said anything. I'm like, they probably think that's real. Like I thought it'd be so funny to name four trash bands and then the legendary bands. And I saw. And no one said it. I was like, they probably just think I like that. I I just go, okay, those are. I guess those are Wimmer's favorite bands. The Beatles is what made it believable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so he has, you know, his personal top. I just think it'd be funny to have the, like, terrible taste in music, and then you just love the Beatles. Yeah. No, yeah. That but, means you know what good sounds like. Like, what are you doing? It's like, but, and my favorite album's Radiohead Kid A. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, at the top five, I just put my top five fair bands was uh, Christian's band Clockhand Strangle, <laughs> and then I wrote, and everyone else can fuck off. <laughs> I meant it, bro. Every other band sucks ass. Thank you. I only have one fan, uh, one band I like. Well, that that, that uh, discussion started because I made the point that '90s Aerosmith is better than like all the Rolling <laughs> yeah, Stones. Yeah, you seem yeah. to believe this strongly, and I can't wrap my hand head around. Crazy. Crazy. So singing yeah. crazy. Are you crazy? That's better than fucking. <laughs> Oh, me and every, Christian are the only two people who don't like the Rolling Stones. Like I like, I, I like them. But I like just them like, too, but it's like there's the most overrated band in rock and roll history. Yeah, it's all fucking blues riffs. All I met a girl. She was bad. Fuck you. Yeah, if you if you took their batting average. Yeah, but you could do that with any song. That's like Blackfoot singing in the. Fuck that's you. A, no, that's a great song. It's the best song. That's it. But I think it is if you take their batting average. For instance, the Beatles. If you just listen to an album, how many songs on the album are fucking great? How many it's, songs it's are like, it's, it's not a, even The batting fucking, average like is iconic. crazy high. Whereas the Rolling Stones have, like I, we and Christian talked about it, I think on a podcast, they have 10, uh, maybe like the most iconic, maybe best songs ever in the in ever. ever 10 songs that are fucking brilliant but then they have 200 songs that are not even i can't, I can't even debate they're just trash they're that's not true. even good they're terrible that's true and no i will agree with you that they don't have iconic <laughs> albums people talk about beatles albums yeah. like white album yeah. abbey road and Sgt. also the Pepper. beatles were literally together for nine years i don't and mean, half of them are dead and they're still better the rolling stones are still making this music is, by the way this is how not much we appreciate ringo how little we appreciate him i've heard before said recently like oh yeah paul mccartney is the last surviving beetle <laughs> like yeah. i've heard that said by like music critics <laughs> you're like what the yeah. fuck man that's just me they're like there's ringo but we all know ringo favorite um, favorite beetle he's become my favorite beetle you know why first off he's the hufflepuff of the beetles second off he <laughs> is the one beetle that i can relate to because i'm not a i i'm not a once in a generation talent we're all ringo we would be the person who would be like how the fuck am i in this group? so who's uh, now i want to hear i i think i have a guess but who's all right george is ravenclaw John is yeah, whatever Slytherin. Harry Potter. John is Slytherin, way too. John cool. is Slytherin. Yeah, Paul, yeah, is, Slytherin. Slytherin. Paul is the other yeah, one. Yeah, Paul yeah. is Gryffindor because he's like <laughs> brave and he's courageous and he just wants this warmth about him. Yeah, but he's yeah. also kind of the classic hero. 
Yeah, and Slytherin. I mean, like it's John John. John Lennon beat his wife, so yeah, like, well, you're, you're getting the Slytherin when you beat your wife. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Like you How's think Malfoy hit his girl? Of course he did. Come yeah, on, but fucking Yoko Ono is definitely like a Death Eater. <laughs> <laughs> How has he not been canceled? Oh, John Lennon? Because he's dead. Well, no, they tried to cancel John Wayne. Fucking yeah. <laughs> seventy years. That's a, this happened Thank actually. There was, this is before the cancel culture really picked up. This is yeah. This is back in the ABC always be closing days. Because I remember talking about it on the podcast in the studio. They tried to cancel um, John Wayne. Yeah, yeah, because of these. This, and they pretty recently too. Yeah, this was pretty recently. They literally. Uh, Good. Uh, uh, he did a, an interview with Playboy in like 1971, yes. <laughs> and he just said racist shit in it. And they're literally like, act like it just came out today. <laughs> they're like, you won't believe what John Lennon said on Playboy. It's like, yeah, he that was 50 years John ago. John Lennon or, or Wayne? Just sorry, John Wayne. And it was 50 both, years ago, right. and he's dead. So, um, and he's been dead for a long while. Like, yeah. it's not like we died a week ago, and now yeah. we have to come to. Discussion. So, yeah. so this happened with John Lennon about five years ago, before this whole cancel culture really started. A uh, video surfaced of him making fun of like retarded people, like he was mimicking them and like eh, like yeah. making faces and stuff. Um, and uh, I, yeah, and I just that was when I knew that being offended is a self indulgent indulgence because you're basically being offended by someone who can't answer to their crimes anymore. Being offended, like if you can be yeah. offended by a guy who died literally in 1980 and it's 2019, you're, it's you, man. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It's you. It's you, man. Grow up. Has anybody tried to cancel Hitler yet? <laughs> I don't know. I think people <laughs> still there's like anybody it. he's asking for. <laughs> it is to the point where like so many things get canceled. There'll be shows I like that get canceled. But because of cancel culture, I think they did something wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's just say, like, there's a show called Crashing, Crashing, Canceled. And I'm like, oh, what racist shit did they say? No. <laughs> they just didn't get picked canceled. up for another Uh-oh. season. They, they just must got, have dug up a Pete Holmes tweet. No, no. Just got canceled. The classic way that a show gets canceled, there's, they don't bring it back. It's funny, though. Like, there's a, pe- a couple of people that haven't been officially canceled. Yeah. Like, OJ hasn't been officially canceled. Yeah. Like, technically, OJ. Like, yeah. OJ's was before cancel culture so he's been grandfather my my friend oj (laughs) oj is forever on air that is what the thing we we oj has transcended 10 year olds know oj he hasn't rushed for a yard or done a thing (laughs) and jordan and i turned on uh the other night a few nights ago um we turned on the, the sh- I think it's a Showtime series, The People versus O.J. Simpson. We yeah, great show. Like midnight. Great show. Cuba Gooding it's Jr., amazing, yeah. not a good actor. Uh, just not, not great. He, t- he yeah. makes some big swings on that just, show. <laughs> yeah, he, I think Cuba is actually a good actor, but First I think he off, was atrocious in that. Yeah, the British accent, no. <laughs> that would be hilarious if he put a <laughs> He's like a Jamaican bumble of cot. I'm O.J. Simpson. The You're globe, like, whoa, what are you? Hey, man, the glove <laughs> I did not kill my wife. Courtney so, Vance is really good as Johnny Cochran. Oh, uh, he was Fucking excellent. Fucking John Travolta is so distracting. Oh, yeah, dude. He, every his face <laughs> sucks, He needs dude. to stop, dude. Yeah, his face looks like he was recovering from the surgery from Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> In that show. Like, oh, my God, dude. He's, like, almost good sometimes. And yeah. they're like, but oh, yeah, they, they portray women, This the female character, as, like, being so clueless about OJ. Like, she's like, OJ Simpson? Who is that? And then all the male like DAs in the office get indignant. They're like, the juice. 
he rushed for 2,000 yards. <laughs> like, they're almost saying it with a tone of, like, you better respect that man, <laughs> even though he's now the prime suspect for wife murder. Yeah. Well, one of the, probably the best documentary ever made was the O.J. Simpson Made in America. It was, yeah. it was like a five-part documentary. Yeah, that, it that, was absolutely brilliant, but it really kind of shed light on the situation where O.J. Simpson literally lived in Brentwood, and the cops were his friends. And, like, literally the cops right. would, like, get a call from Nicole. They would come and be like, O.J., you, you know, you had too much to drink again but you'll be fine you know like yeah it was literally like the signs were fucking there man yeah they were like the cops were basically like oh that oj and then they were like take him home and like yeah. oj how are you doing can we drive you home i see you're drunk <laughs> yeah yeah do you need a police escort while you drive yeah. home drunk we'll and do now it. we still kind of like to watch him like whatever he does becomes still news like whenever yeah. he'll he'll like tweet out his football picks or whatever when yeah they and then they're yeah, like that's just that's the thing like, is like can you believe this murder pick Jameis winston yeah. or whatever yeah that's that's when the thing too that makes no sense is jay like he's literally on twitter people don't care they actually watch his videos mike tyson was on broadway that guy raped somebody evidently i don't know if it's uh, but, uh, i don't think he did you don't think he did i don't, think he, did? I don't right. think he did well he went to prison for a couple years for it uh and then louis ck is like fucking get out of here <laughs> i'm like okay all right i see how it is <laughs> There's one recurring thing on the, it's like Leo DiCaprio and Louis C.K. I always bring like, up Louis because I'm still upset by he it. Always, yeah, it literally yeah. upsets me every time I think about it. It's okay. He didn't even break, commit a crime. Did what you are see you what doing? About? Are we talking about OJ or no? <laughs> Both of them. They're both <laughs> Just edit that out. <laughs> edit the Louis thing. Yeah, edit the Louis thing. Uh, <laughs> our discussion about OJ. He didn't even commit a crime. Listen, he was if, set if, up by NBC Universal. Yeah, yeah he tried to buy. buy <laughs> I always thought it'd be funny. OJ uh, Simpson had these iconic commercials in like the late, I think it was the 80s, the Avis commercials yeah. where he was running to the airport. I'm like, how funny would it be if Avis Christian was like. remember those when he was 20. <laughs> <laughs> how funny would it be if Avis was like, let's get OJ back? <laughs> and there's a new line of, his, of uh, commercials yeah. where he's just like in taking rental cars after he murdered his wife or something. Yeah. Like, how I, hilarious. I would love, yeah. He was like, like, after I stabbed they, Nicole, I took an Avis to the airport. No, no. <laughs> like, yeah. Just Avis will pick you up. <laughs> a modern OJ of him. He's driving. Yeah, the just instead of the white Bronco, oh. it's, a, it's a Subaru. Oh, he's wait. in an Uber. <laughs> what if you see him? He's like the cops are like chasing him. He's running down the thing. He's jumping over people, and all of a sudden he get like OJ, get in here! I got Navis. He jumps in the car. It's a white Bronco. He goes, looks in the camera, goes, "Here we go again, Navis." <laughs> <laughs> Like that would be the greatest Super Bowl commercial of all time. Can you imagine if anybody had the balls to make that commercial and then pay the millions of dollars to get it on the air in the Super Bowl? Oh my God! Here we go! Here we go again! That's brilliant, dude. That's it's not like, so it's not like funny. fucking Elmer Fudd and yeah. Bugs Bunny. Here It'd be funny if Ford decided to bring back the Ford Bronco. Oh. And that's how they did it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, everybody loves nostalgia, right? Let's bring back the Bronco. <laughs> Who can we pick? Oh, I know. Let's have OJ be the spokesperson. God damn it. Travis will pick you up in a Ford Bronco. That's really funny. Just spikes the camera. (laughs) (laughs) You know whose rates are like those, those jilt, those fallen stars, their rates are, he's more affordable than he was. Yeah. He doesn't have as much bargaining power as he used to. 
when my brother was looking up bachelor party stuff, he was looking. At, there's like this website that tells you like how much you can rent a celebrity for, and he was like, "Oh, we should get like a celebrity for your bachelor party to like just have him around." <laughs> so it would have been like fucking I don't know somebody from the Laffy Taffy guys from the 2000s or some shit. Who the fuck are they? Exactly. The Laffy Taffy D4L. Oh, the Laffy Taffy girls. You get them for like two grand. <laughs> but it would be like I'd be like. Hey man, you want a beer? Like, I, yeah, I, would, I know. I would have a normal conversation with him. There'd be what ten seconds of like, I don't know who that is, and then you go, and I'm like, oh, it's this motherfucker. And then after that initial, then you gotta hang out with him. He's still a guy. God, imagine if I got OJ for my bachelor party. Like just the pictures, you would, would be fucking <laughs> <laughs> playing at barcade. <laughs> Just eating wings next to us. <laughs> I guarantee you, the way uh, like Mike Tyson popped up in Hangover. Yeah, give exactly. it five years. OJ's gonna be in a movie. I guarantee oh, it. Okay. If, again, OJ. if anybody had the balls, the comedic balls to do something like that, I mean, morally, it's really, really bad. But like, if well, she's, I had mean, the balls. she's she's dead. I mean, she's not coming back. So. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on trying to make a movie called like? Fit in every disgraced celebrity you can. You know what? Anchorman yeah. 2 has cameos from like Will Smith, yeah. Jim Carrey, like the yeah. famous, most. Do that, but for every- you got fucking, you got Cosby, you got <laughs> OJ, you got Harvey Weinstein yeah. is in it. Yeah. Like his face is in it. You got I Mel mean, Gibson. <laughs> Mel, Mel Gibson leaving a voicemail. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think that would be very fun to just see this, this carousel of, of, uh, Problematic figures. Problematic <laughs> figures. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds like a pitch. The movie would be called Oh Dear. It's it's called uh it's called like Expendables Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the Expendables of Me Too. The really Me Too Expendables. Mo- yeah. You know what I think? But we talked about it here. The cancelables. We talked about it here one time, and I think about it once a week now. Literally, the title just like sticks with me all the time. Not another slave movie. <laughs> if they did a parody of like slave Oscar movies, it would be brilliant, dude. dude. It would be so brilliant. But again, if anybody had the balls to do it, why don't you do it, dude? I should. I should you're I fucking might. <laughs> you're black enough. Like Wimmer, Wimmer and I can't write that shit, yeah. man. I want a name. I want credit for for something there. <laughs> title. Yeah, the title. Not another slave movie would be so <laughs> oh good, God. dude. You just put it out for Oscar season. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it! How funny would that be? It, the it Wayans be brothers might be able to pull that off. Yeah, the I'm Wayans really, brothers are like likable, really and they're also no, like they they're they're like they're kind of like the Wayans brothers are not like commercially safe people. Yeah, they do a lot of edgy no, they, shit. The Wayans brothers fucking they take chances, man. Yeah, man, they really do. They're good. Those guys, those guys are they're my favorite brothers in under, comedy. Under. <laughs> and by the way, I, it's not a movie uh, making fun of slavery. It's a movie making fun of slavery slave movies. movies. No, yeah. Yeah. no, 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 yeah, like which are yeah. can be heavy handed. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I mean, what would, because it's very hard to like, how do you, I mean, obviously, how do you make fun of how slave owners are portrayed? Like, what, I'm trying to actually think of like gags. Just or, like, the, you'd have to make them like, th- there's always one evil, evil, evil yeah. slave owner that's like, 
Jesus Christ, this guy's not even a human. This, yeah, this, yeah, you're this, like the devil. You wish that you wish life was that easy to where evil people were that recognizable. Yeah. But that guy also had like kids and he was a good dad to the kids. Like you had to really reconcile the fact that he's just boiling red. <laughs> like <Yeah>. slave slave, <laughs> slave owners were like the wealthy educated elite of the south right uh so the chances are they were very uh definitely fucked up people but they weren't just like god damn black and a frog just yeah. literally <laughs> a vein on their head all the time and they're whipping them Try and stuff fuck our women yeah. yeah and there's always like and you could always and do the joke of like there's always one like nice white slave owner <laughs> but like make the joke where he's like hey can you me nah <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm not like those others you know those guys are then can you free me nah, 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 nah. i mean i come on man <laughs> i got profits man you're worth <laughs> i gotta keep my costs low you you it'd be funny if he was really dumb and the slaves would always manipulate him into doing the work for him <laughs> like that guy who's that guilty yeah. <laughs> i think i think it would be funny to have some, and this might be like a anachronistic joke or whatever but someone's talking and a guy goes are you doing an impression of Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> like, like a, a black slave, yeah. a black slave is talking. Is that Jar Jar Binks? Oh. No, that's just how. It'd be terrible. funny if you just made Jar Jar Binks one of the slaves in the movie. Oh my god, that'd be so offensive. <laughs> oh no, it, it's Jar Jar Binks, not a. Uh, it's not a black slave. I was doing an impression of Jar Jar. I know, Binks, I understand. Which is a real person, Misa. I actually don't even want to talk about this anymore because I don't want you guys to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, I no, just don't want to. I don't, I don't have. Anything this that a, you can take away. This is away. a purely very funny idea, yeah. and you know, I'm tef- again, I'm Teflon to being canceled. I, I kind of think that pod- <laughs> by, by, by virtue of having, yeah. I have never been on air. <laughs> I think that podcasts might be the last quote-unquote like safe space for comedians. Because when was the last time you heard like, oh, so and so got in trouble on a podcast? Guys, we fucked. They got in trouble on a podcast? Yeah, you don't remember that? No, what happened? Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. So this is when she sexualized the black guy yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, All right, so one time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Joe Rogan gets shit. He gets shit, but it's like because he has power. Joe yeah. Rogan's podcast is the most, like, or one of the most culturally relevant yeah. It's like way more important than being on even Tonight like Show. A, a Tonight Show or like Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's just in the conversation it, for it's the internet for the internet. I said it and then Andrew Schultz said it to Joe Rogan. Uh, and it's 100 percent true. He's like, you're the, you're the new Carson, and he is. Like it does way more for your career to go on Rogan than it does to do the Tonight Show. Yeah. No, without a doubt. Yeah. Easy. Well, well, you know why? Because the most important thing in this era is building fans because you can build your own base and then not be fucked with yeah like yeah. there's you there's nothing you can take away from me and it's it kind of enables a comedian to have more power to actually say what they really think yeah because they're not company men right. if, yeah. you're, if you're your own company you're not a company man you don't need to yeah that's be why as diplomatic and and not even diplomatic because it's not like comedians are like we just need the freedom to say the c word as much as we want yeah it's more just like like for example, Chappelle in his latest special has a bit about how he doesn't believe Michael Jackson's accusers. Yeah. He delivers it with a like a comedic grace that I would not have thought possible with such a incendiary premise. Yeah, but it's why he's a maestro. But that's the thing. That's like what people don't understand is is that Chappelle's style. Chappelle is okay. Let's take up this. Let's let's take this uh, really fucked up. Uh, indefensible p- position on it and That's make make it funny yeah 
and he does that with every joke every joke is him taking up a position that is somewhat controversial and he's making jokes about it and not i'm not saying this is i'm not saying it as like i'm putting him in a box and this is all Chappelle does he's brilliant but like it's just funny to me how upset people get as if you don't know this is what he does and like it's, it's so what do you you want him to change you want him to change so you can be the one who writes the blog to be like he finally stopped and it was because of the pressure that we put on him it's you're just all fucking dumb but be, and, and the thing is it's so funny because these people are only doing that <clears throat> because they want to use his platform to raise their platform yeah, which is like yeah, so yeah, in, yeah. In if, disingenuous. if chad daniels had the same bit no yeah. one would say anything chad daniels right. for people who don't know is a working headliner who's fucking hilarious but not he doesn't have Chappelle he's not Chappelle fame. Fame, he's, he's, he's arguably one of the best comics working in terms of like uh, this is comedy you know, is incredible yeah he, he's really good and the, the thing about him is he lives in like Minnesota he doesn't live in New York or LA he doesn't have a podcast he doesn't have a TV show and uh, he has some edgy material he's not like some safe you know road hack or something he's really funny but he could say the exact same thing verbatim that well, Chappelle said and not, it wouldn't even make a story yeah because he's not a brand name and it's in christian I, you nailed it where yeah. like you know it is like oh can i can i grab on to the fact that it's Chappelle's name can i latch on to that yeah that's all it is well, and it's also a bad review gets more reads than a good review well the thing that was annoying me is when i saw i mean this is like not an original thing to say but like <clears throat> the annoying thing was when i saw somebody like some headline was like dave Chappelle's statements about yeah. trans or whatever. I'm like, statements in a comedy? How are you making statements in a comedy special? And this is what they do every single fucking time. You, They they take the context away yeah. and they just quote the bit. They just quote it and, and on a paper. When you remove the context of it, of him in the context of a comedy show talking to an audience who is laughing back and you take all that away and you just take the words of course you can make anybody sound like an asshole i know anybody That's and you can make sh- the safest fucking cleaning com- comedian of all time you can find a fucking sentence that they said and make him look like a dickhead not without in, the context it's right. fucking irresponsible it's lazy and it's done purely so these talentless people can make their rent that's the only reason why it exists yeah not to mention the fact that he even sometimes says like this is a fucked up thought yeah, yeah. And they they cut out him agreeing like this is a fucked up but that's life we all yeah. have fucked up thoughts like we all have thoughts that are not the most and i it is and then it's also like Chappelle has some stuff in the special that you would agree with like Chappelle's it's just he's a unique thinker and uh I appreciate honesty more than I appreciate him trying to be the yeah. most palatable. One yeah. of my favorite lines, and I'm I don't know it exactly, but I'll try my best, is in Colin Quinn's new special, when basically he's talking about you know basically talking about what we're talking about now, and people are like, well, comedians need to grow with their audiences, <laughs> yeah. and he goes, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to do when I got into stand up is lockstep with fucking the, the status, status quo. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's why I got into comedy. Just to, and that's uh, what that's brilliant. what's so boring about liberal yeah. comedy and stuff is like you everybody agrees with you. Why are you even doing this? It's yeah. so lazy. It's so boring. And you're also not you're yeah you're talking to exactly you're like you're doing this is a fucking pro abortion bit right yeah but you're doing it to people in brooklyn who are probably for like go to kentucky I, and I try that going shit. to an open mic and the host comes up and he literally unironically unsarcastically goes 
hey, if you're a, if you're a Nazi, if you're a neo-Nazi, get the fuck out right now. You're not allowed to perform. <laughs> like, you I'm see like, one dude, oh, excuse me. I just need, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. I thought I could, but my bad. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Babe, get your stuff. You know, yeah, there's a lot of neo-Nazis at Bushwick, literally, you it was, in, it was like, yeah, it was in Prospect Park. Like, why are you feeling the need to say this? You're, well, I know, I know it comes from a place of wanting to make feel like you're making the world better. But you should have the self awareness to Such. know that that's not doing anything. Well, that's how about you donate ten bucks to ACLU? Yeah, yeah. But that's that's no one. He doesn't get credit for that. Yeah, you know, you only get credit if you say it out loud and look like a hero. Because it goes back to the point that I said I'm not a neo Nazi, but I am all right. Is that a, <laughs> is that? I don't know. I, I want to make sure I get this. I've right. been thinking about it, but it's I like <laughs> people act like it's it's a morally reprehensible position to be a Republican. It's like 40% of people are Republicans. 40% of people are Democrats. Like, it's not a... If you're a Republican, you're not a bad person. Like, that's that needs to go away now. Like, well, here's... You know what it feels like? It feels like um, some... Some conservatives hate some liberals so much they'd rather watch the world burn yeah. than yeah. agree with them. Yeah. And then some liberals suck are so smug and suck so hard that i can see where those conservatives are coming from yeah yeah, yeah no totally I'm like, like i literally i said it in the group chat today as a joke i'm like i'm now a trump supporter after we were talking about the Chappelle blogs yeah just because like and then christian it, said <laughs> welcome home brother <laughs> <laughs> funniest person in the group chat he said. actually the only person would have been funnier from was andre <laughs> if, if dre had said, yeah. yeah welcome home, home brother, brother. it just annoys me liberals are annoying like that I think a lot like I, I try to break it up into two things I think there's a lot of conservative people who are stupid and I think there's a lot of r- liberal people who are annoying and I think I would rather hang out with stupid than annoying any day I'd rather hang out with someone who has some passive view- viewpoints on something like abortion rather than having to fucking hear that snarky annoying ass shit that you hear all you the know time what from shirt? Liberals. it's like what shirt is better what shirt is you want to hang out with more? Guy wearing a shirt that says the future is female? Or would you rather hang out with a guy who's wearing a shirt that on the back says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. <laughs> I know what my fucking answer is. I want to hang out with yeah. the guy who's wearing a shirt that says, if you can read this. Yeah. I mean, Or, you know, those shirts, 15 yeah. reasons beer is better than a woman. <laughs> It's uh, it's 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 a sad state of affairs because I don't... I, it kind of reminds me of that... Donald, Donald, Jesus, uh, Daily Show thing um, that they tried to do the rally to restore sanity back in like 2006 oh, yeah. or seven or whatever. And it's so funny how then they're like the only people whose voices you hear are the loudest ones and they're not even representing the people. Uh, and no one really took that to heart. And I feel like that's really what's happening now. And there's a lot of misinformation. And I agree. I do think that people would rather see the world burn than have Hillary Clinton be president. I think a lot of people would rather see the word the world burn as long as they can have their guns. Well, that's like, like what you could be like you can become like I rather have a Republican who literally is is colluding with Russia. Now, I'm not saying that's happening, but th- they would rather have that be the case as long as they have to keep their guns they than th- let Hillary like, be president. For some conservatives, Russians are less of a villain than hillary clinton yeah which is crazy yeah and it's crazy because like 
They want to destabilize us and the world so they get more power. So Hillary is power hungry, but she's also careerist and would she sucked eggs, but she would have been so wanting to have a legacy that yeah. she wouldn't have fucked us up as much she, as Russians. She wouldn't have fucked around as much as people think. Yeah, she's a corrupt person. She's yes, shitty. She but you're right. She's so, um, being the first woman president, she's so aware of her legacy that, yeah, she, you know what? She she actually, she would have probably done a better job than people would have thought simply because of that. She wanted a good legacy. That's really it. They need to remake Rocky, but instead of a Russian guy, it's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because like this whole G7 summit happened and Trump is literally there going like, why can't Russia be in this? Let's be G8. Let's have Russia. And I'm like, does anybody like is anybody is this guy like <laughs> like i don't want to be the, like come on really this is he trolling us i bet there's he, somebody like we, that jesus like is anybody else seeing this <laughs> like literally this guy is trying to prop up russia is the best he can yeah. and he does it all the time and then we're like a lot of people are like oh he's colluding with russia and he's like ah there's no collusion and then he's like we should come on can't russia come too <laughs> like it's like <laughs> what the fuck like no one talks about that either i'm like how come no one thought that was like where what where is this guy this guy is an ulterior motive and it has something to do with russia i'm not saying he colluded i'm not saying he took a phone call and said yeah fuck with hillary but he had something with I, he just wants to be i think he really like putin's the one guy he like wants to have find him cool yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i really i really think he just like wants putin to think he's cool it, it's so weird because like i i got to a point where like at first, I was I was obviously I didn't vote for him, but I was at first was like you know what like you know let's see where it goes, and then after a while I was like ugh this is pretty bad, and then it got to the point where the media coverage was so negative about him that I was like you know what like I don't want to be the dude who's like every single thing you go like fuck him whatever well, it's he's, too easy everything he's doing is bad, but it's gotten to a point now where I'm just like Jesus Christ like I tried to like give you the benefit of the doubt on some shit but now it's like it's just too brazenly like fucking yeah a disaster right yeah, yeah i agree and the thing is is like it sucks to bash him because it's yeah. too easy to it's do so it easy, and you see like, it because they do it all the time for the most fucking nitpicky I know, shit with like his cheeto and the cheeseburgers yeah. in the white house and, and shit yeah and they say he's orange and they yeah. say small hands it's and you're like, like you suck so hard at roasting him that you make people root for him yeah and you and, it, and by the way he ran on this idea that the media is lying and they're they're trying to take down america and he had and guess what and guess what it looks like to every person <laughs> who voted for him when you guys go on your fucking goddamn well he had enough examples to to prove that point like yeah. he had enough oh, of a dude. sample size to draw from yeah and all and it's it's like all they have to do is be wrong once too it doesn't matter if you if the media hits him every day and is just wrong one time. So hear me out. That's the one thing that he will get to his base. So hear me out, and I think this will come full circle on discussion. I was thinking today, you kind of need someone with more charisma than Donald Trump. Okay. Now I know it's crazy, and no, I know we laugh for at just it. a second. This the is the the point is is someone more charisma charismatic to be president? Yeah. Than okay. Trump. Okay. The Rock. You know, I know we say 2020 The Rock, and people go, "No, we can't." You know, may just. And hear me out. I actually don't think I want him to be president, but I want him to get far enough where I get to see his VP pick. Because yeah. I want to know what's Rock going to do. Is he going to do Kevin Hart, which is kind of like you know a little obvious. No, he's going to pick Mankind. No, <laughs> Rock and Sock. Or that's the thing. Or is I I think Rock is going to go establishment Democrat and get like Kublachar or something with like. Yeah. But he's, I also could see him Stone Cold. 
would appeal to the conservative base. No. And The Rock <laughs> Stone Cold Ticket. Yeah. But Christian, when I was texting him, had this theory. Go ahead, Christian. I said Rikishi. Rikishi. <laughs> Rikishi. They've the wrestler. We're going to put the stink face on poverty. <laughs> the wrestler who we've talked about in the podcast before yeah. who is a kind of fat, kind of Hawaiian guy. Mm-hmm. Samoan. Hawaiian sumo. Sumo. Like so, a Samoa sumo wrestler. Samoan kind of sumo, yeah. Uh, yeah sumo. Yeah. yeah, like, well, he wore the big diaper yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, he would rub his ass in someone's face as his finishing move. Stone Cold wouldn't make a good uh, running mate because he beat women. Yeah, he has, he beat women. Really? And he also, he, in the ring? Or? He played yeah, a, in real life. He played a character <laughs> in The worse. Longest Yard where I've never seen a white yeah. guy more naturally deliver the N-word before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when I, heard, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, he's done that before. That's not, he wasn't like, how do you say it? What's the word? Nee. That was, no. Yeah. Like, he literally, like, the way he no. said it, I was like, oh, he's, that's a word he's comfortable saying. <laughs> like, yeah. They were like, you improvised that, and he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just thought the character needed it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was really good at being a, like, white supremacist guy. He literally said... And I remember the line. I think he said to like Chris Rock. Yeah, he did. He gave him a nugget and he goes, that's how a white man plays guitar. <laughs> and I was like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that did feel authentic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate The Rock as uh, running as president. When people even brought no, it up, I'm like, dude, what are you? Th- this is the exact same thing. The jokes aside, I think The Undertaker would be better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, you know, he's a hardcore Republican too. <sighs> But they oh, say, is he? You yeah, yeah. told me that Kane is like a mayor or something. Kane's a libertarian, well, he, but he's a mayor he's somewhere. A mayor. Well, you know why? The Undertaker runs a small business. It's like his funeral home, and yeah. he just doesn't want these taxes. Uh, um, what's his name? The Undertaker is like one of those guys who's like, if you don't kneel for the flag, you're gonna get rest in peace. Oh, like, right. <laughs> if you kneel for the flag, I'm coming after you. He's like, respect the flag. He's one of those guys. I don't. I like how there's though, like literally, literally, like you can go to Walmart and buy a fucking American flag boxers <laughs> that you can shit your pants in, and no one fucking says anything. You sit there and fart because you eat Cheetos all day and you watch wrestling and you're a fucking booger eater, and you you wipe Stop. your dirty hands on your American flag underwear Stop as you fart in it. Stop staring That's at Christian. That's fucking fine. That's totally cool. But God forbid you kneel. God forbid you do it with any type of fucking belief uh, belief behind you. This just so you know, stupid, when dude. Wimmer said that he was boring into Christian with his eyes. <laughs> fucking loser eating Cheetos, watching wrestling in his boxers. Drinking Mountain Dew and fucking sleeping next to your fiance, yeah. Natasha. <laughs> just really on 89th Street. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Oh, man. Getting married two weeks before me. <laughs> fucking better wedding. <laughs> 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 I just want to say to make Wick go, what the fuck, man? I wouldn't say that. Oh, man. That's so funny. Um, man, Wit is such a groomzilla. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so, it's just so interesting because I can't think of two people who would be more laid back for their weddings than either of you. Yeah. I'm, uh, Callus will be a groomzilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, have a couple of things. Well, the, the, um, I was nervous about like one thing. We were going to prepare like this dance because I'm, you know, Dominican and Puerto Rican and she's Indian. So we're going to do like a Puerto Rican dance and then Indian dance and a whole thing for our first dance. But then we have like these, uh, she has this dress where she can't really do it. So we were practicing these dances and then we got the dress and found out she couldn't do it. And I was like, ah. 
yeah. <laughs> like, because I was like, oh, fuck. That was the one thing that was making me nervous about the whole day. The like, yeah. having to dance, like, do a real dance in yeah. front of people. And now we don't really have to do that. So, Let me, so going back, so you're half Puerto Rican, half Dominican. Yes. Your dad, which one he, was he? He's Dominican. Okay, so is that why you're basically Puerto Rican? Because <laughs> you're, <laughs> yeah, cause you're yeah, it's like, we're, like, we're going to do a Puerto Rican dance because your mom is, yeah, like, yeah, your yeah, dad yeah. is, is not he, the picture. Is he, he's, is he coming? Uh, no, he's not. He was, uh, his invitation got lost. In you the know, there's a great song by an artist called Hamilton Lighthouser, and it's called yeah. the, uh, the Bride's Dad, and it's about a bride's dad who didn't get invited to the wedding. And he, it's a, he tells the story, and it's about uh, he went to his friend's wedding, and then he saw the bride's dad who wasn't invited, and the bride's dad went up and grabbed the microphone oh. and gave a, um, gave a speech about how much his daughter meant to him. And people uh, escorted him out, and the, in the song he says, and as I could see him being escorted out, I looked at the bride and saw a smile on the corner of her face. Aww. Isn't that sweet? That's a little touching. Isn't that sweet? And he yeah, said that's the story. a guy who walked out on his kids and he's trying to justify it in the song. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they'll understand it someday. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice for the song, but that's not how it really works. Yeah, that's not how it works. If Christian's dad I showed up at his wedding, I'm pretty no. sure we'd all beat the shit out of him. <laughs> who wrote that song? Tarantino? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Rewriting hey. history, motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, look at him. I saw you smile in the corner of the Anyway, he's great. Uh, who's the, was the I don't that often, band? Hamilton Lighthouser. I don't yeah. often Hamilton music Lighthouses. Am- Hamilton Lighthouser. His name Light- is uh, Lighthouse. Oh, that's he a name. <laughs> okay, I was talking about of, like, a name Whitmer would hate. Yeah, more. yeah, I know. God damn it. Uh, uh, his uh, name was his name is Giblets McSnibble McGee. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be like a regular name, but just one letter off. That's like yeah. Ronathan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, ah, you almost uh, had a good name. <laughs> Tyler, you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> Pick Tyler or Kyle, you asshole. <laughs> God, uh, Tyler and Kyle are both dumb names, too. Like, you could have just picked a more traditional dumb name, but you had to be Kyler. Not that uh, he chose it. Man, but. I can't oh, wait till you and Sarah have to name your first kid. <laughs> Boy, that is going to be a challenge. Yeah. Fucking gonna Tim. Be. Why fucking Tim? What is he? Just fucking, he's going to be that average? His name's going to be like Stone Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, what is? Yeah, he's gonna have a different last name than me. Damn. <laughs> you know Brock Lesnar's kids. One of his name Turk. <laughs> like, it's just like it's just like a noise. I know. <laughs> like, Turk. Tired. Turk. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You know what's so funny about like uh, Brett was texting me earlier today and like messing with me like. Oh, dude, who should Rock uh, run with for the presidency? Oh, I'm watching Rikishi videos. This guy's so cool. Stone Cold's like so cool. But the thing is, is like, I know he's fucking with me. Oh, of course he is. But I don't get to talk to him about wrestling <laughs> <laughs> enough with anybody that I'm just like, let me entertain this. Actually, <laughs> drop no. some real knowledge on this. No, no. no. <laughs> I'm, like giving real facts. <laughs> Time out. I want you to know, I actually thoroughly enjoy because you're you have so many gems within you about yeah. wrestling. And so many of them, because you know so much about the history, the stories, and yeah. that there's so many comedic gems. Because really, Vince McMahon yeah. is truly the most insane person walking He's the earth. He's pretty crazy. And so you have that, and it's always funny. And you told me to watch Rikishi today. It's the video of Rikishi, who, as we mentioned, is like a Samoan yeah. guy in The Rock, who is a Samoan guy. Yeah. And Rikishi is giving this incredible, like so much pathos that 
speech to The Rock in the ring yeah. about like revealing to the crowd and the world, so to speak. I hit Stone Cold Steve Austin the, with my car. The, the whole thing was this. No, I got it, Christian. And <laughs> first, just cut, it, cut, cut him off on the thing he, A, wants to talk so bad about, and B, fun. knows so much about. No, no, let me take it, which is Whitmer. No, what are you going to say? Thoughtful yeah. moments with Christian Drew. <laughs> uh, for Whitmer in the audience, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin got run over by a car at one Monday Night Raw. Nobody knew actually survivors no one yeah he got he got hit by a limo and it was a mystery for like months and months i remember this yeah and then Mm. it turns out it was rikishi and when they asked rikishi why he did he goes i did it for the rock it was one of the most uh and he gave a speech where he goes in our history yeah uh, it was like something like that he was like basically it was racially motivated they would never let someone like you win yeah. Think of your dad. They never let him win. And then he named like five yeah. probably Samoan Samoan wrestlers from WWE history. And it was like, yeah. they wouldn't let him win. They wouldn't let, yeah. you know, Benny. I like how whatever. they're playing into the fact that it's fake. <laughs> they're like, the script writers <laughs> yeah. won't let you win. Then, but then you're like, that's an incredibly compelling it story was beat. Because Incredibly compelling. Because when Stone Cold, Stone Cold was like the number one dude for so long. He was like the number one merch. He sold more merchandise than anybody in wrestling ever. Ever. And, and they, ever. they kept being like, and Rikishi even said it's because of the white hero. Yeah, yeah. So like, it was like, he was like, they only let, basically he was saying they only let white guys be the main hero. Yeah. And then when he was gone for a legitimate neck injury, Rock, that's when The Rock really became The Rock in wrestling. And like fucking just became top guy so, so it like, all makes sense i i genuinely was like wow that is really <laughs> good storytelling story <laughs> I, I, I was being sincere when i was texting I you about that for the record i don't even care i'm like <laughs> i don't care if he's being sincere i am I, <laughs> <laughs> did you not think i was though because i really well, no, like we said earlier you're really, always aware you're like know. there's got to be Christian, something here you should know maybe i get affected by good art man <laughs> i'm not afraid to be a hippie about that shit anyway i think we're out of town guys so unfortunately i hate to cut the rest like short but yeah i just want to say this i have i've had a bunch of people i, I do mean this a bunch of people come up to me and go Dude, I love the podcast. I think it's so good. You guys are awesome or whatever. Uh, I appreciate that. Love that. Thank you so much. But seriously, leave a review and five Jesus stars. Christ. It would help so much more than telling me in person. We fucking, uh, we got a, uh, I got, we got one more five star review and I was like, oh, sweet. And it was fucking Sarah. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy, but it's, like. But it's funny. It's, it's uh, taking your fiance. <laughs> yeah. 23 episodes. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Please give us five stars, and uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, next week. Peace. See ya.